1: about this the other day i love when i see kids just being fucking weird yeah so weird and i'm like hell yeah man (laughs) be weird like i drove past this little little i'm i'm saying park because i don't have another word it is (laughs) a small area of grass government owned with one bench
0: near my home like something burned down there and they can't build on it again so they just flopped a bench on it. I think what it was, it's a very awkwardly shaped
1: lot. So I think it's like, Mm. it can't be zoned for anything. Sure. But anyway, I saw some youths there, maybe between the ages of 12 to 15. And they had, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but they had like a box and they had sticks and they had leaves and it looked like a game of sort. I'm not really sure what they were doing, but it was like a, they were building, but they were running. I don't really know what they were doing, but I just drove past them and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck yeah, it's summer. You have your fucking box in the street. Like you got sticks. Be weird. Like, hell yeah. Like, this is what it's about. This is what it is all about right here. This is the peak of society, that you're not in a field doing child labor and you just get to be weird with these sticks. Like, this is humanity.
0: I love recess duty for that reason, too. I will just be, like, standing in my little stupid hat with my little drink, just waiting for time to go by. Can you vape during recess duty? (laughs) You can, they just don't want you to. It's frowned upon. But per the union you can <laughs> so i always like i always have girls in my class that like latch on to me because i've always had very boy heavy classes in the past like five years i don't know what that fucking about but it's something in the water in your area what are you slacking me for ew okay so ew, disgusting <laughs> blocked recorded some... can you block people on slack anyways <laughs> the the girl <laughs> the girls will like Run up to me and tell me something completely unhinged. I wish I could think of like even a fake example right now to tell you, but it's like they they tell me the strangest shit that they're doing and then they'll like run away. And I'm like, good for you, girls. Enjoy your youth. Same. Slay girl
1: boss. (laughs)
0: Them. Anyways, welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Fraz. I'm Redacted, and we quit. Yeah, but I'm going to send my deposit in for my master's today, so <gasps> congratulations. Thanks. At the end of the last episode, you said there's nothing sadder than somebody who's so low in their life that they're going to, to go to
1: grad school. <laughs> I stand by that. I
0: know. But anyways. <laughs> I'm gonna cut it all. It's fine. It's gonna, it's gonna be cut. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, That's one of those shit. clips.
1: I have to imagine an employer having on a projector.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know what? I was not gonna do my... um. I was not gonna do my master's program because I was like, I'm lazy. Let's be for real. But then I was like, I think it would help me in the long run if I want to work at a school again because it's a social justice emphasis. It'll be able to help explain why I act like this on the internet. That's my thought. So not to say that
1: you are wrong, like not to be a hater, like yes, get that degree. (laughs) But one thing I am... (laughs) wondering just through a lens of curiosity when when i say wonder i'm serious i'm ready for an answer if you have one but if you don't no pressure but i'm curious about how the grimace shake video does fit into the social justice
0: my grimace shake video was not that bad I didn't even kill okay, myself I, at the no. end.
1: So again, like I agree with you. <laughs> like, yeah, your grimace shake video <laughs> was not that bad. But what I'm wondering again from a lens of curiosity is, is that the take of someone an employer perhaps who has no idea what the grimace shake trend is you know what i mean Mm, like that's uh always the lens of others experiences can be so enlightening and not everyone has had the experience of watching 2 to 90 grimace shake videos like we have because we are culture. I just
0: am gonna have to have a really fun employer, I guess. They're gonna have to be like, wow, this bitch looks like a good time and she's hilarious. That's always what I've said too. When
1: people are like, what if a future employer sees this? Well, this is how I am in my life. I need a future employer that's one of two things either so far from the internet that I'm just gonna confuse them all the time fine. Or they enjoy this. If someone is against this, that tells me a lot about them. And I think both of us would have a bad time if I worked there.
0: I've had a lot of bosses who fucking love me. Okay, I get along with bad bitches. And that's it. And the chronically online and the very depressed.
1: One time, the CEO of the company that I work for walked out of a meeting room and my desk was like kind of in front of said meeting room and I was not expecting him to walk out. So unfortunately, I was watching Sister
0: Wives. <laughs> Didn't you have like seven windows open? Of yeah. Sister Wives? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a blog and a YouTube video. Yeah. Well, there's.
1: Yeah. So I was I was watching the show, and then I was also watching Without a Crystal Balls YouTube channel kind of like on and off each other. And every day of my life, I think about how it would feel. I don't know what he was doing in that meeting. Probably talking about laying people off, probably talking about things that really deeply affect him. This is also the man that told us that the day that the company went public, he was crying on the shower floor because he had invested every single penny of his own money into it. So, like, imagine that being your emotional space and then walking out to someone that you're paying $65,000 a year who has multiple tabs open of Sister Wives. (laughs) Like, we could say people are people. We should love each other. But I know that CEO looks at me as a number and literally walked out and was like, great use of 70 grand. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Listen. I'm going to explain the Grimace Shake video when I have to cross that bridge, if I come to that. Gaslight them. When they're like, what is this? You're like, oh my god, you've never
1: heard of the Grimace Shake? Don't feel the need to be embarrassed at all. I can explain the Grimace Shake to you. Okay, I-
0: I'll take you under my wing. Oh, you hadn't heard? Oh my god. So glad you came to me instead of someone else. Let's watch 17 videos together right now. You pull out the little swivel iPad they have in the Chick-fil-A yeah. drive through where it spins yeah. around to them. Yeah. Oh god, I keep this just for moments like this. Okay, now that we've done a few bits, this week we are reading email submissions, class dojo submissions, and just all types of unhinged correspondence that you've received from your time as a teacher or whatever you were in a school. So we have an update from the title story of last week's episode, Keygate, if you will. We got lots of feedback People, people had opinions. They messaged me on Patreon and informed me this principal had taken all six keys out of their door. So the keys were left in the door to go to recess, and the principal just kept collecting the keys. So the whole time, they knew, the principal knew oh. that this was this person's room and all keys.
1: Because w- we thought that the principal like found one on the playground, one in the cafeteria, one on the hallway floor, but that is really bold. I feel like as a principal, not that I am a principal, but like speaking as if I was... The first one, I would have been like, hey, queen, that key was in that door. Love you so much. But that's like a super big, we can't be doing that. And then if she did it again, I would have been like, hey, bitch, we really can't be doing that. Exactly.
0: No, I, I think it's so weird to just not say something. It's awkward. I'm uncomfy. I'm very uncomfy. I don't know. Safety issues abound in that school.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait. I, I didn't even think about that aspect of it because if as the principal, you're that worried about the safety, wouldn't you have said something as soon as possible? Like if you were that stressed, you said you were crying yourself to sleep or like couldn't sleep. There was something about crying in nighttime. And screaming. That you were so stressed over the, the safety, but like you weren't stressed enough to say something.
0: Okay. Well, let's read this one. This is how the jacket looks. It is windbreaker material. The teacher says, thanks. Oh, it must be the kid lost the jacket. Okay. The teacher says, thanks. We looked outside and in the room last week on the day he left it. We'll try lost and found today. Parent or caregiver says, this is becoming a regular occurrence. A week ago, all his Jordan charms mysteriously came off at school. No other charm, just the Jordan. And those have to be physically taken off. (gasps) Oh, fuck. It says, I'm thinking it's an underprivileged kid thief in his class. Although, underprivileged kid thief kind of sounds like a a superhero, like Harry the Spy. You
1: must not have heard of me. I'm underprivileged kid thief. Give me your fucking money <laughs> for charity. A modern Sherlock Holmes, if you will. Not Sherlock Holmes. Who's
0: that guy? Robin Hood. Oh, my God. This teacher says, oh, that's it. The teacher after that just didn't really address the underprivileged kid thief. I'm
1: also wondering what a Jordan charm is. Is that like a Croc, the Croc sticker button? Yeah,
0: I, I don't know. Also,
1: speaking of Crocs, fuck you, whoever's in charge of inventory at Crocs who decided to make I don't know only 10 of the Barbie Crocs. You all sold out in literally five seconds. Fuck whoever is in charge of your logistics at that company who said, we're not going to sell all the Barbie Crocs. We're not wasting money on that. You're a stupid idiot and you fumbled the bag and I would have given you $70 and now I didn't.
0: Yeah, anyways, this teacher did say, may I suggest you write his name on the tag inside his jacket so this doesn't happen again? And the person's like, I usually do, but some items are black and won't be seen. So that just sounds like a you problem, to be honest. Like, there's silver Sharpies. I say, if only Sharpie Trademark had a product for this. I love this person's ability to just blame everybody else, though. It's really some gymnastics are being done. And I, for one, am impressed. Okay, Simone Biles. Wait, I need to tell did you? We've been tagged like 800 times in. This person saying their school said to them that they can only wear one ponytail a week. Or was it a month? Oh, I think
1: I do recall this now. So one, I have 500 unread emails on my work email. So if we think I'm going through all my tagged videos, definitely not. And two, I think I did see this. I don't know if I saw it because I saw a notification or if it just came up on my For You page, which has been happening a lot lately, which is spooky. I love it. I love when I'm watching something on the For You page and then I go to my DMs and someone sent it to me or someone tagged me in it. I'm like, okay. But I think I
0: did see this. I think educator Andrea posted it. Or she responded to the comment saying this. And that's where I was tagged. Oh. I, I don't even care if it's one week or one a month. Because who the fuck? What? Like that's the craziest thing. In this teacher economy?
1: I have so many questions. So this is this is exactly how I would respond if I was the teacher in this scenario. Question number one. Do they roll over? So if I don't wear a ponytail this week, can I wear two next week? Oh. Like you can bank your ponytail days. Yeah. Question number two, does a braid count as a ponytail? Does it have to be French braided for it to not? Like if I put my hair in a ponytail and then braid that, is that, does that count or no?
0: Is a bun a ponytail? Another great question. Pigtails,
1: half up. That was my next point is pigtails. Do you get docked your ponytail for next week because you had two simultaneously? In which case- (laughs) I would do something to my hair that borderline cultural appropriation just Just as aggressive compliance with this rule. I would take the little like rubber bands they give you at the orthodontist and then put my hair into those ponytail (laughs) holders and I'd do my whole head. I would stay up the whole night.
0: (laughs) I would love to see that actually. I just can't imagine the logic that goes behind that. And like the days that I put my hair up. You don't. There are two reasons typically that I put my hair up. One, I am overwhelmed, and if I feel my hair touching my fucking ear, I'm gonna lose my shit. So, do you want that version of myself? That's not my best self. That's not my best teacher self. <laughs> yeah. So, do you do you want her
1: leading a classroom? I'll unleash her. I'll <laughs> unleash her hair down fries, and it, she'll be everybody's problem. <laughs>
0: exactly. And then also. If it's like greasy and nasty and I'm going to put it up.
1: And I'll rock multiple hairstyles a day. Like maybe I had it down, changed my mind, or maybe I had it up, got a headache, changed my mind again. No, but
0: like sometimes I look really ugly with my hair down and I don't think that that's my highest self either. It makes me
1: hot to have it down. So my follow-up question to the ponytail rule is I would like to confirm that we have a fully functioning AC every day.
0: There is just no way that that would fly. One form
1: of protest that I would not personally do, but I would really recommend to anyone who is finding themselves in this scenario, have every teacher put their hair in a ponytail and then walk into the office of this administrator one by one and use a sword or a knife of sorts to chop your ponytail off and drop it on his desk and then walk out silently. And if everyone could just do that one after the other, I think that that would send a good message.
0: I mean, when I worked at a school that told us we couldn't wear open-toed shoes or denim, we- No uh, denim?
1: What about jackets?
0: I think we were allowed to wear jackets, but here's what ended up happening. We eventually all just decided to wear Burks and jeans. I would have
1: gotten not only the burks and the jeans, I would have gone to Joanne Crafts and gotten denim fabric and then hot glued it onto the burks to make jerkin' stocks. Then I would have sold them to the other teachers in the parking lot at cost.
0: Because you're a business-minded bitch, and I appreciate that about you.
1: No, I would do it at cost. No, this is an anti-capitalist oh. endeavor. <laughs> No, I wouldn't even charge for my own labor. Noble and beautiful, just like the picture of Jesus. And being the principal and walking outside and one of the teachers is selling jerkin stocks as a form of protest.
0: I would do it in front of the parent pickup line too. Ask <laughs> me about jerkin stocks. How'd we get here? I specifically bought my first pair of knockoff burks to wear to teach at that school because everybody wore them and then I found out that it was all against the rules regardless. But it was such a, that was the vibe of the school. It was not a buttoned up vibe. It was very much so hippy-dippy kind of, kind of moment.
1: The only reason I don't teach in sandals ever and never will is because the thought of a teenager saying your dogs are out is something I could never recover from. So I've never had an administrator tell me I can't wear sandals. But Actually, that's a lie. I have worn open-toed shoes. I've noticed the children only say your dogs are out if you're wearing a non-heeled sandal. When you wear heels, they don't say it.
0: Those aren't dogs. Those are something much classier
1: than that. Cats.
0: (laughs) This one says... I actually really love correspondence like this. This is a class dojo message, and it says, Thank you for being so great with blank. She used to hate going to school, and thanks to you, she actually looks forward to going, and she is learning a lot. Aww. There's nothing I love more than being told that I'm making the difference, you know?
1: (laughs) I love a compliment me
0: too i don't know why that one was in there but that's okay this one says i saw the incident report at this point i'm talking to his dad about sending him to live in kansas i can't deal with how he's acting anymore (laughs) oh and then the teacher said we're giving him time to regroup but we're giving him five minutes we'll let you know the parent or caregiver says okay i'll be ready to come get him and immediately the next text is come get him I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then this... oh, then they say, anyway, anyone can come to the door. I don't want to go inside. I have the flu and a temp. That is so sad. They're so concerned and confused about what to do next with their child that they're going to send them to live with Kansas. (laughs) Live with Kansas? In Kansas. Kansas is
1: always a part of you. You have
0: to come get their kid with the freaking flu. What a horrible day. Is
1: it illegal to, s- to send an Uber to pick up a kid? Probably. The school wouldn't release them. Right? There is
0: something called hop, skip, drive that you can do. But you couldn't send a regular
1: one because the school wouldn't let them out.
0: I don't think a regular one. Even
1: if the Uber driver was cool with it, I feel like the school wouldn't allow that.
0: Yeah, I think so. But I did notice that be- I did skip this because I thought it was irrelevant. But in the very first message, the teacher said, he has been coughing and blowing his nose a lot. I'm not sure he feels good. So this kid also has the flu. Parent has flu. They have flu. Going to live in Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. The stress levels emanating is very stressful.
1: I hate that when like you reach out to like a parent with like a very like logistics thing like something that you think is gonna be like quick wham bam thank you ma'am done like need you to sign this are you coming to this thing like super quick thing and then it leads into something like this where like it's fine I just wasn't expecting this (laughs) I wasn't in the headspace to talk about sending your child to Kansas so I I that's what this is Let's talk about it. I have
0: to hurry up and like pivot my brain really quick and be no, like, I'm like, let's go after school and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna talk in, like, it out. a Couple hours. Let's look at
1: some maps. Let's identify which states could work, which states might not work. Who's
0: in Kansas? Who's not? More importantly, who's not in Kansas? <laughs>
1: Hillary Duff's not in Kansas. So
0: no, she's list.
1: not. Is that where they filmed that movie, Cowgirls. Oh no. The Allie and AJ?
0: No, I don't. So this person says, okay, this is, I cannot grasp if this is a parent or a student that sent this to a teacher. It says, um, quick question and hope I'm not out of line when I ask, was that your hubby? I'm only asking because you was looking aw so good in those shorts. No. I was like, damn, blank, teacher's name. Thick AF and cute as hell. You better watch out, little sexy. I eyes emoji you. I see you. And then monkey face covering mouth. Laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. A hundred, peace sign.
1: The way it just kept going. <laughs> like, I, know. I am tear. You should be. Is this a parent?
0: Who is this? I don't know. I don't have any
1: context that I can find. The only context I can this didn't happen to me, but a similar thing happened to me that I felt the context, I was like, definitely not okay. But like, I see where your head is at. I had a student's older brother reach out to me in this way. And he was 20. So I was like, I can see when you're 20. And the teacher is near your age. And like, you're not an adult, you're not appearing, you don't have a frontal lobe, how you could do something this stupid. Um, I declined, obviously. But I was like, I see where you are in a mental state where you would think this is appropriate. So I really am wanting to know who's sent this message. I don't know. Caller. And the message I got was a lot shorter and less intense than that one. Similar verbiage, but shorter and less aggressive and less emoji usage. It had some interesting
0: spelling. I'll put it up for the YouTube. Why do men? Was that your hubby? Why do men? I'm so scared for where we are as the society. I know. Previously,
1: same. right now, and in the future. This is so bad. What are you reading? This person that sent this email, their title is Associate Superintendent of School Improvement. I'm so done with these goddamn titles. What are you doing all day? That's what I want to know. So it's an email. I'm assuming this was sent to staff. It says student name will have OOS out of school suspension for the remainder of today and ISS all day tomorrow. He will be working with Miss Blank in the office tomorrow. Please send down any work he can complete. We will also be clearing out his locker, which has some old rotten milk and molded buns. He has been saving the items for the end of the school year with the intent of getting another student to eat slash drink them. He offered for me to try them, which I declined. I let student know. (laughs) I love kids. I let student know we would be periodically checking his locker to ensure that he's not storing spoiled food or drinks in it. Oh, Lordy! This is strong middle school energy. I don't know if this was out of middle school, it is. but with, I like the with the intent of getting another student to eat, drink them. I have so many questions. Did he have a student in mind? Had they already agreed upon it? Was he saving the items and then going to approach them? Was this a group endeavor? We need to have the student on. Is there a student? Like, that's what I mean. Was he just like, let me save these. And like, when I feel the time is right with the correct person, I'll strike. Or was it like, hey, little Billy, last day of school, I have a surprise for you. And it's like already a plan. Can we have the kid on the podcast to talk about this?
0: I know. <laughs> um, I think this one is a child. I hope. It's a child getting a hold of their parents' phone and emailing back to teacher. But... Oh, no. So, this teacher sent out an email being like, shh, seventh grade surprise, so don't tell your kids. And it's like, you know, directly to parents. But this is the email. It says, no one fucking cares. If you are going to email me, make sure it's about something useful, all caps, or I will fucking shoot you. It replied all, by the way. It replied, it was a reply all. So it went to all the parents and the teacher, obviously, but that just reeks of the student getting a hold of the phone and trying to be like edgy or something to me. I don't know. Not edgy. Because they used the teacher's first name. These 7th graders are very strange. Like, what's going on there? Like, I'm sure someone has
1: studied this. They scare me. Somehow, I think 7th graders are the way that they are because they simultaneously have too many thoughts and not enough thoughts. Oh, that's a perfect description. Like, about certain things, they're having way too many thoughts. And then about, like, consequences and, like, long-term decision making, they're not having nearly enough. And then that's why they act like that and look like that. I was hanging out with my cousin recently. My favorite
0: recurring character. No,
1: the older brother to that recurring character. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I was reminiscing about how when I was staying there, they were in like eighth grade and they were like very violently addicted to video games. And I was like, you were a lot. And he was like, yeah, I know. I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, (sighs) I was there. I need to talk about it. Like you may have processed it, but I haven't.
0: I'm still not over it. (laughs) What's this one?
1: I love this time of year where parents are just trying desperately to find summer camps to send their children to. My friend just posted, and she said summer camps the week of August 7th will take literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) Her poor daughter is going to be at, like, rugby camp or something. (laughs) Whatever it takes, man.
0: This one... Wait, is it my turn or your turn? I think it's my
1: turn. Okay, go ahead. It's like Twitter. Okay. It says, when a sub doesn't show up, they split the class. So I had 26 kids today and then my boss came in to observe me. She ended up taking three kids to her office to call home. I'm assuming positive. Thankful for admin that take care of us when they can. And someone replied and said, nope, now I have to have a coaching conversation about my classroom management when I had six children that weren't mine in the room.
0: Again, with these fuckers with small class sizes, though. One time... I was getting observed.
1: I've never had to deal with huge classes. I only had one big class when I taught high school, but that was one thing I liked about my old school is I had pretty small classes, but we did split classes all of the time. So I would say majority of the weeks, at least one or two days, I had other kids in there and I got observed by the district. Oh, my admin threw me under the fucking bus like I was <gasps> Regina George. No. Another teacher didn't show. So they split a class. So I had six or seven freshman boys who did not split speak any English in my room during this district observation. I just put the kids all together in one group towards the back of the room, and got one of my kids who was bilingual to translate. And I was like, just like, do work, be good. Like, don't cause problems. I'll give you candy. Like, we're fine. Everything's fine. And then the observer basically like dinged me a couple points because I hadn't provided like ESOL support to English language learners, which is like a really big deal on an observation. And my admin did not tell them that those kids were not in my class and just let me take that oh, criticism. no. And I wasn't even in the meeting. So I got an email about it later saying that they would be coming back to teach me how to give English language learners support because they observed that I was not doing that. But no! You came in for two seconds, you looked at group green, and you came to your own conclusion. I literally remember getting that email. Teacher is not giving ELL support to English language learners. I was like, I literally don't know them. I was like, that was the first day I'd seen them in my life. You were like, I was not expecting them. I was like, if you maybe asked some of the English language learners that are, oh, I don't know, in this fucking class, they would have told you different. I was like, I do Google translate the textbook and print it for them. Thank you very much. Yeah. And shout out to the English language learner children that told me that my Google Translate was embarrassing and that I needed to be using the Spanish dictionary website instead.
0: Listen, my students' favorite thing to do is tell me how bad my Spanish (laughs) is, but I'm just always like, well, I'm not as smart as you, okay? I don't, I'm not bilingual. You are. My brain's not as big, so. I was like, you have big brain, I have small. They'll always be like, miss, miss, how do you say blank? And I'll have to like say it. And then they're like, "Ah!" No and I'm like, geez the wheeze guys.
1: One of my up the scene from bridesmaids where she's trying to give the toast in spanish <laughs> and they were like that's what you look like mine can't roast
0: me that effectively yet they just tease me vivar and la casa sometimes i'll be like but you knew what i meant Para vivar la God, casa. I, mi- I miss teaching so fucking much just like those like weird moments of like building rapport with your students when like they like make fun of you or something and then it's like you're not so teacher studenty it's like you're more just like a class community vibe. I'm like, this is hilarious. The the format they chose to roast me was impeccable. I can't remember
1: it was either it was on the Nearpod Collaborate board. And I can't remember if they put a gif or if they linked to the YouTube (laughs) video. But I remember as a class, we watched the YouTube video. Like, I I don't know if I looked it up because they put like the screenshot or if they gave it. I don't know.
0: But we watched it. It was very funny. Got some laughs i have like so many vivid memories of like trying to be teacher and like i'll they'll say something and like i can't get my shit together so i like has to turn and face the whiteboard and like giggling backwards and my ia always has to be like all right friends let's like reel it in but i can't i can't You're reel like, it I in i can't it's reel my it fault in. i
1: love it when i will get like super like stressed about something and like making them do something. And then one of them makes fun of me for how stressed I am. And it makes me be like, yeah, it's really not that serious. Like one time I was literally like, I don't want to say I was screaming at them because I've realized my definition of screaming is so different than other people. Like someone slightly raising their voice. I'm like, they're screaming, but so I'm trying to stop saying they're screaming or yelling cuz I really was not. But I was like, "You guys, you have to do this graphic organizer. It's going to be on the EOC." I was like, "Let's just go and off on them." And then one who's sitting at the front, he turns to the class and goes, "Yeah, guys, if we don't do this graphic organizer, it <laughs> just started making fun of me. He was like, "Who cares the planet is burning? The graphic organizer." And I was like, I was like, "Listen, I have a lot of pressure on me. I'm trying to make you learn and I designed you a graphic
0: organizer and I just really
1: want you to do it, okay?"
0: It's like those moments where I just have to like take a breath and like sit on the fucking desk in the front and be like, "You guys listen." <laughs> listen let's just do a go noodle and circle back to this okay
1: one of my favorite classes I've ever taught was my sixth period class my last year teaching and that class was right after I had common planning and they would always make like a comment if I was running a little late from common planning which was literally next door so sometimes what I would do is I'd open my door like I'd unlock my door and then be like guys go ahead and sit down I'll be there in like two minutes because I was just next store and I'd finish up whatever we were doing and then go over there. And they'd be like, ooh, three minutes late today. I know that meeting was rough. They are not happy with (laughs) y'all. Because sometimes common planning would be like 10 minutes and sometimes it would be the full hour and a half, just like depending on what's going on. And they like knew my reading coach really well because she was the 11th grade class sponsor. So they'd be like, Miss Sponsor was probably getting on to you about our folders. You haven't updated our folders in weeks. Oh my God, these stinkers. I was like, the way you all are like so entrenched into what the district wants us to do. Because that's the thing with high schoolers, you can just level them be like, the district is coming, they're telling me this. So when they pull out your folder, you better know. Cause the district would talk to them. Like the district wouldn't observe and they wouldn't talk to us, they'd talk to the kids. So like, obviously, They're high schoolers. They can understand this. I'm going to give them the script. Oh, my God. The one time... This was the same kid that did the, yeah, guys, if we don't do this graphic organizer, he, um, I was getting observed. It was like one of my first times getting observed. It was like October or November of my first year teaching. And I told them, I was like, guys, just make sure you seem like excited about what we're doing. And like, it seems like you're learning. Like if they see that you guys are like learning, like it'll be good for me. And so the observer is watching me like dismiss class, like do the exit ticket with them and dismiss them. This kid walks up to me, tried to hug me, and I was like, no. And then he goes, I had so much fun today, Mr. Dactin. I learned so much, just like I do every day in here. And then turned around and looked at the observers. And I was like, thank you. I was like, I don't know if this was method acting, but I hate it. And the observers were
0: like looking at me
1: and I was like, ha, 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 ha. That was the same class that blackmailed me into getting them Blue Gatorade. Oh my
0: gosh, I feel like we've heard so much about this
1: class. Almost, I think 20 of them were boys, and of that 25 were on the football team. Oh my god,
0: the dynamic of it all.
1: <laughs> it was oh lit- like Oh, and three kids did not speak English and had come to the country within like two weeks of the first day of school. Your Google Translate <laughs> book. No, it was the emerging bilinguals that were making fun of my Google Translate. The ones that were very new to this great nation were stressed. They
0: did not have the time to get on me. I know it is so unbelievably stressful. I would my kids that were newcomers that didn't speak any English my sweet I would just look at him sometimes and be like I know. There was this one girl I taught I felt so
1: bad for her because she came in the principal walks her into my room and is like this is student she moved to the U.S. five days ago and she did not speak any English and she had never been to like the style of school that we we were at. She had obviously gone to school before, but I think she had mostly gone to Catholic school, which is run very, very differently. I just felt so bad for her on, like, a logistics level. Because, like, yeah. they really just handed her a schedule and were like, figure it out. Like, she was like, what do these numbers mean? And, like, thankfully, another girl who was, like, fully fluent in both English and Spanish kind of, like, befriended her right away and, like, showed her where all her classes were were, like, But even little things, like, she didn't know, like, what do I do if I have to go to the bathroom? When do we eat? What do we eat? Her first day as school she looked like she was about to cry the whole time i felt so bad for her i I just like i literally kept giving her rice krispie treats and doing google translate on my phone that said it's gonna be okay i was like here's a rice
0: krispie treat it's gonna be okay yes it's so stressful luckily most of my kids have always been bilingual and i'm the only one that doesn't know what's going on so like at least there's that that they have each other at least the newcomers can make friends and like yeah. be a part of the community even if the teacher is like I'm coming I'm gonna google translate just yeah I'm coming for you honey <laughs> I can't imagine I would I would have been hysterical I wouldn't have been on the brink of tears I would have been a mess no
1: she is literally stronger than any soldier and she she crushed It. She got an A in my class and I don't hand those out. She wrote me the nicest note when I left the school. I like actually will cry thinking about it. And she gave me a beautiful cross necklace, which I love the sentiment.
0: Across from where? I think
1: I might burst into flames if I put it on my body.
0: Oh my God. Next week on Patreon. Anyways, (laughs) thank you so much for coming to another episode of Teacher Quit Talk. Thank you for living, laughing, and learning with us. Yeah. Everybody wants us to talk about Florida. Just to tease
1: my thoughts about Florida, 0% surprised, 100% horrified.
0: Thank you to 0987QWER. Great show. Hi, friends. I found your podcast after scrolling through TikTok, and I am obsessed. I am going back to school. I'm 27 and went to get my cosmetology certificate first. I will never forgive myself if I don't go back to become a teacher. I love listening to the submissions, stories, and sharing of factual information to help me go into this career with an open mind and walk in having higher expectation. This, pos- this podcast has helped open my eyes to some issues that I wouldn't have otherwise known much about and given insight on teacher shortages, etc. Thank you for these episodes. I binge every single one and I'm all caught up. I can't wait until the following Tuesday. I am loving the new structure of your episodes too. You both have the best voices for a podcast, making it for me seem therapeutic. I love listening to you ladies during my car rides and while I am bored home alone. It makes me feel like I am listening in on my friends' conversations. Love you, ladies. Jennifer, we love you, Jennifer. Jennifer. Do you want to have a slumber party? <laughs> That is the
1: nicest thing anyone has ever said. I
0: know, I know. isn't that kind? We'll see you around. Mwah. Mwah, kisses. If you want
1: to have a slumber party with us, actually, wait, no, men might do it. If you want us to talk about you, leave us a five star review <laughs> and we will read it. Ah, uh, hope everybody has a great day at work. Drive safe. Live, laugh, and learn. Hello. Quit your job. We don't. love ya.
0: Quit it. Bye. Bye.
1: Just as a disclaimer, because I am someone who is actively teaching, everything on this podcast is my personal opinion and does not reflect my district, my state, my employer, my students, or my admin. Everything on this podcast was recorded on personal time, on personal equipment, and is a completely separate endeavor from my school district.
0: Yeah, leave her alone.